Do Our Opinions Matter is not to be taken seriously. A couple of experts are here to tell you why your opinions are wrong and why theirs are, well, you decide. Do Our Opinions Matter? Imagination is the act or power of forming a mental image of something not present to the senses, or never before wholly perceived in reality. But the question is, is life better with an active imagination? That looks easy enough, and Joey is going to try it out. Even Walt Disney could find inspiration in another episode of Do Our Opinions Matter, the podcast that makes no effort to hide how it feels about everything. I'm expert opinionist Tanner Massey. And I am Will, haven't had an imaginary friend for at least 10 years running Rawls. And today, we're going to ask the question, is life better with an active imagination? And Tanner, we have some exciting news. Is that is that right? I mean, you're ask you're asking me as if we didn't discuss this already. So <laughs> we so we we discussed it before, and due to popular demand from the people that listen to our podcast every week, we are going to bring back Ben. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we are actually bringing back the safe word, and today's safe word is brought to you by Oprah's imaginary friend, Doctor Phil. Only Oprah could come up with someone so powerful. Tanner? Yeah, uh, this week's safe word is... Now, let, let, me, let me do this. Like, you, you remember the old show from the 70s, Password? I mean, I know we weren't alive then, but but I mean... Oh, God, you, are we going to make a game out of know, the safe word? No, 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 no. It's not actually going to be a game, but I just want to say it like the announcer does on there. The password is... No, the, the, the safe word is... Lobotomy. <laughs> Wait. Is that what we discussed before the podcast? Lobotomy? Lobotomy. That's what we ended up on? Oh, my God. This is supposed to be about imagination. I don't even know how. Uh, I guess it's it's how you get rid of imaginations. Yeah, that's that's fair. So you just. (laughs) Timmy has 17 imaginary friends that are constantly interfering with his life. Let's give him a lobotomy. And maybe he won't have to see them anymore. Do, do we have to say it like that every time? Lobotomy. I don't, you know, the, don't the purpose of the safe word is to really uh, uh, make sure that we're staying on track. But if we're already on a tangent and we're trying to speak over one another, I think saying it, lobotomy, isn't actually going to uh, facilitate I changing. I agree. And we're going to we're gonna try to be less... Uh, uh, I, I'm going to try to be less using of that word. I don't think that's the best yep, word. No, either, that was fine. That was perfect. Lobotomy. Uh, well, <laughs> we, uh, you, you did bring it up. Uh, the imaginary friend, Dr. Phil. Um, did you have an imaginary friend growing up? Oh, oh yeah. I sure enough did. It was, it was actually in the form of a doll, but his name was Billy. And, uh, you know, you know, some of my family, uh, so you can corroborate this with them. I could not go anywhere without this little dude. I even cut his hair. What? It didn't grow back, but I cut his hair. His, uh, yeah. You, do you remember, do you remember those? My wait, 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 no, 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 no. I Hold need on. you to, I need you to stop. I need you to, a lobotomy. Uh, you cut your imaginary, you could imagine yourself cutting your imaginary friend's hair. But you weren't capable of imagining it growing so, back. No, 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 no. Okay. Do you remember the My Buddy dolls? No. You don't remember those little things? They had arms that did this. And for, for since this is an audio podcast, I'm shoving my arms out to the side of me. But they were a perfect, perfect little 
little short little dolls about two feet high. Were they you made know? for hugging? Made for hugging. Yeah, hell yeah, they were. I slept with no, that I, thing I, every I, day. I have no idea. No, I, I, I was a regular kid with a stuffed dog. Oh, yeah, fair enough. But so when I say I cut his hair, uh, I could have imagined it growing back. But he had a little blue hat on, and I said, you got too much hair coming out your hat, boy. I'll cut it. You were a judgmental asshole. That was your hey. imaginary friend, and you decided to say, yo, he you don't live up to my standard. Man, that's messed up. Hey, that's, you know, you're that in my says house, a lot about my rules. You. My house, my rules. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I treated my imaginary friend much better. Uh, I'm very certain. And the weird thing is, is I couldn't remember his name no, 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 until no. you said Billy. Oh, and so you I, actually remembered his name. Okay. I was no, I, say, his, you gotta... his, no I, his imaginary, you see, I might just be like, I, part of me is like, shit, my imaginary friend's name was Billy too, but it was something that basic. It might not have been that, but it was, it was fucking basic. Was it Johnny, was it actually Billy? Jimmy, Timmy? I don't know. It ended in a Y probably. Dude, that's, let's just pretend it's Billy. Holy shit, what a coincidence. You know? We both were friends with the same kid. <laughs> I know. Was he blonde? That's what mine was. Yes. Actually, no. He was bald with a green cap. Oh, well, mine ended up being bald. <laughs> he had blonde hair. I got, I got, I got him secondhand. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I was about to say from your older si- you have no siblings. You, nope. You spoiled Rodden. No, I wasn't spoiled. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. but, but, but I did, I did also have an imaginary friend and it was just basically because I had no friends and I had to, had to have Good that. Good so. God. Way to be depressing. Hey, <laughs> that, that being said, maybe we just, uh, do you want to give a pro first or me first? Maybe we just I, move into our pros. Okay. Okay. We j- I mean, fine. We didn't have to discuss it anymore. You know, it's not like I wanted to to let out anything I've been holding in for 20, <laughs> 25 years. I, I, this, this podcast is supposed to be cathartic, but if you want me to go ahead and start talking about pros, I can fucking do that, Will. Okay, good. Uh, just make sure to keep it light and uh, and very- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny. I'm a funny man. Ha, yeah. ha, 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 ha. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, my first one is- uh, I don't remember. I wrote this down. I wrote down a uh, sex. Oh no, no, and I wrote a description, so that's good. Uh, well, when you're when you're imaginative in in this the old sackaroo, the old sackaroo, the old we bed start, Hold on, whoa, whoa, hold on. I don't mean. I want you to finish that thought. But we're starting. We just started by talking about imaginary, <laughs> imaginary children, friends. childhood friends, and I want to talk to you about, about having right, relations yeah. <laughs> with your uh, adult friends in your boudoir. Um, so when you're, when you're imaginative in the bed, uh, the sex is going to be better, Will. Uh, and you know, I did, don't, don't let me put anyone down for like in vanilla sex. That's all you. But if you, if you want to get into that imaginative stuff, you're going to, you're going to open up sex. a whole new, whoa, maybe not butt <laughs> sex. <laughs> There's always poop. Uh, dude, were you about to sing Aladdin's song? <laughs> I'm not anymore. <laughs> Uh, I don't know that that. Oh, okay, I gotta catch my breath. I apologize. But, but, in, all, but in all seriousness, if you, if you're if you're open and willing to have some imagination and safe words, then your sex life might improve. Agreed, Tanner. And uh, are you saying that just a little bit of pain is okay? Is that is that where we're going? Because safe words, you know, you start getting into that dominatrix style of of whole of uh, of. Oh well, I can tell who's and, the dominant one in your relationship whoa 
Hey, you didn't you didn't hey, mention I, that you, 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 you know there's it's it's fun it, everything it, it could be fun once right you, you you try things and then you realize uh either you like mm. it or you don't everyone likes a little pinch of the nipple <laughs> pinch of the nipple <laughs> <laughs> now i'm just imagining electrical clamps is like a hook to a car but okay of uh, course you would where are you going with this i you're just kidding <laughs> i think Tanner, that was a, that was a fantastic pro, but I'm thank you. Can I? I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna bring it back to something a little bit better. <laughs> well, okay, mine was fantastic, man. Yours, and yours if, was if fantastic. You're just, if you're just, you know, getting injured and coming on with like electrified. What are you, you hooking yourself well, up to a yeah, car battery? That's the problem with talking about sex and anything. It just always takes a weird turn. With you, uh, uh, my first pro is Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we're still off the first first pro. No, no. Let me let me make it a little bit better. Frankenstein, vampires, werewolves, uh, Harry Potter. We wouldn't have any of these things without the imagination of a select few. In specific, Frankenstein, Mary Shelley, come on. She had to have a really big imagination to create the Dr. Frankenstein. Uh, Frankenstein is the doctor, not the monster, guys. Come on. Uh, um, well, no, I would actually argue that Frankenstein is the monster and that the monster isn't the monster, but Dr. Oh, Frankenstein is. Oh, I got it. Well, I mean, that, that kind of got way deeper than I was going to take this. I was going to You're go, welcome. I, I imagined that. I was going to talk about Twilight and Harry Potter. You're talking about like real real stuff. Well, kinda, okay, you're bringing up some classic literature with Frankenstein. That's different. You know, I don't want to really dwell on the literature part. This is more about the imagination of the authors. Think about it. All of all of some of the best stories in the world are fictional stories. And by God, those guys coming up with those things, like, like for instance, uh, the Brothers Grimm. You wouldn't have a lot of these classic fairy tales that we grew up with and where a lot of our imaginations come from without... Great minds like Walt Disney, you know, Aladdin, fucking yeah. amazing. Yep. Talking parrot, fantastic. He came up with none of that. Oh well, his writers did, and he had the imagination to build Disney. He came up okay. with many, he Mickey came Mouse, did the, the original, the, the original movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you're you're bringing up movies from the the Disney uh, Golden Age, the the Renaissance. If you will. The the Renaissance is is Frozen counted in that? Ah, uh, no, that's just modern era bullshit. Hey, Frozen's pretty good. Frozen is good. It's got some catchy songs. Let it songs. go. Let it but go. If you're if you're bringing that up, I mean, it, yeah, almost anything created uh, on TV, any even non-fictional works, it takes imagination to put Agreed. those to paper. Agreed. George. I mean, a, another good example: George R. R. Martin, fucking. Game of Thrones, fantastic. I know it's super fiction, and you were trying to bring it to nonfiction, and I hate you for it, but <laughs> but uh, uh, yes, you're correct. Even documentaries, they take a little bit of imagination to make it entertaining to watch. Even podcasts. Whoa. <gasps> Deep. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> that actually kind of leads into my next pro, which, you know, if you are a prolific writer of fiction or nonfiction- uh, then you're you're probably gonna sell some books. Uh, so it takes imagination to make that kind of money in that industry. But I'll also argue that it takes imagination to make money in any industry. Oh, yeah, kind of like uh, Mark Cuban or Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, or Marky Mark. Or so basically the Mark Arena. Be... <laughs> 
what's that? Marxism. Okay, all right. Ooh, so basically, well, that's that one's. Well, that's actually closer than mine was. So hey, the, the mine was just an, actually an MAC. So yeah, whatever. So basically, uh, have a good imagination and be named Mark. Got it. Be named Mark. Yeah. Uh, my dad's name is Mark. No, not the greatest imagination. Um, <laughs> love you, Dad. Basically, what I'm saying is, is that if you want to make money, you're going to have to think outside the bun. Like hot dogs? Nope. Hot dogs are inside a bun. <laughs> uh, I know. I know what you mean. I, I agree. Like, like th- people that make money always come up with this invention. I always imagine myself being younger and coming up with that one thing that just makes me millions of dollars. You know, like, oh, look at this new toilet plunger. It has a fucking seat on it. You can bounce. Okay. That that was not a good example. Yep, that, you can bounce on your yep, toilet plunger, kids. That went bad in my, that went bad from mouth, from brain to mouth. You know, Love you have this. Love <laughs> Fair enough. But I I agree. You have to have that imagination to come up with the ideas. Just like if you have an active imagination as a kid, it kind of helps you through some tough times. And we'll kind of get into what some of those tough times can be and some of the cons, uh, uh, especially from my part. Um, but yeah, who's getting depressing this time? I know I, I can't help it, but you got to talk about something serious. You can't be, can't be uh, all rainbows and butterflies in your imagination. Yep, you uh, tried that. That was you tried too hard. I I tried really hard. Uh, at least a for effort. But when when you're when you're a child, there's just a lot of things in the world. The world's a big place. A lot of things can happen. If you have a good imagination, you have that friend you can talk to about things that you can't talk to anybody else about. It's kind of helpful. Just saying, uh, I'm not saying that I did that because I'm totally normal. But if you need that, well, I can I can understand that. I was uh, I was stuck in my imagination a lot as a kid, uh, and I got uh, my childhood wasn't bad. My childhood was not bad. I had a good childhood, but like my imagination childhood was much better, much better. You know, building building little shitty tree houses, getting in the, in the top of a six foot tree, and being like, "I'm the captain of a pirate ship. Look at me." Yeah, I, I mean, I can I can vividly remember being a child and going out with uh, a bunch of my cousins in the backyard of somebody's house and building a fort with traps in it, and then try to get our other cousins to walk in there. And, and that's get caught when in our they traps. came up with Fortnite. Ooh, what? What? <laughs> uh, yeah, Fortnite. Uh, the same thing as 20 years. I, is that the game? Are you talking about the game? Are you trying to make a, a pop reference to Fortnite, Tanner? Got um. But, I mean, it was just those, you know, you get your cousins to walk in there and... It just is. It feels like you're you're actually accomplishing something when you're not doing shit, and and that goes back to my point. You're you're alleviating boredom. Hey, I mean, well, before you go on too far, speaking of cousins, if if you if you sleep with your cousins, does oh. it take imagination to think that that's not a bad thing? This goes back to your pro. Uh, no, uh, I don't think it takes imagination. You just bag the head. Well, the body. <laughs> hey, that was your fault. Um, I'll take I'll take responsibility for that Tan- one. Tanner, your your mind is on is on sex sex today. Do we need to go back to the sex pro? 
Uh, I would go to a sex pro. Is that like a an expo for sex? No, it's a sex professional. Oh, a, Jesus! A, you're real a, dumb today. I'm I'm stuck on sex. Dude, you're stuck on the fucking stupid se- sex pro. I get it. So so a lady of the night or man. Jesus, way to be sexist. Well, I was I was yeah. Uh, I was. You want, uh, you want a you want a man? Prostitute? I wanna I wanna be done with this. I am <laughs> I am in a poor mood apparently. So do you have any other pros, uh, Tanner? I'm guessing your cons are going to be much more specific because it sounds like you do not have an active imagination. But no, Tanner, I'm actually good. I have no more pros. All right. Well, then let's talk about the cons. All right. Contrary to what you said, I have a super active imagination and it got me into a shit ton of trouble as a kid uh, because, you know, I just I'd be thinking during class. uh, It didn't affect my grades. Thank God that didn't happen until college. But uh, I would often you know, be a bit reclusive because I was stuck in my head and, uh, I was a nerd. I was reading real different books. Uh, so I got bullied a lot and I think imagination can, can lead to bullying. Will, if you're one of them creative types and decide that, you know, what's the most imaginative band of our age? That's right. My chemical romance. I like to, (laughs) <laughs> Good. Oh. I'm gonna wear. I'm gonna wear some black t-shirts with marching band jackets. My chemical romance that is the most popular. imaginative. That's the most imaginative band that you could come up with. Good lord. I mean, I, I Black Parade was a thing back then. I do remember that song when I was much younger. I don't remember when that came out. Actually, it came out when you were a young boy. When your when father I took was her. a young boy, my father. Okay, I, I'm, that's the second time I've sung on this episode. You lobotomy the next time I do that. Lobotomy me. The na- oh no, lobotomize. No, 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 do not lobotomize. Uh, yeah, don't do that. Um, yep, so, will bullying? Bullying is my thing. Uh, that's what that is. I like to think that I was super popular when I was young. So I don't know if I can completely relate. You sure you didn't just imagine it? I think you might be right. You remember that thing? You remember one of my pros about putting me in a good place? I think when I was getting beat up as a kid for all my shit, <laughs> I was just in a different place. Uh, uh, that, that's what I called the Rainbow Land. Yes, uh, no. I hid under the sink and I imagined that Billy wasn't my imaginary tormentor. But I, I agree with you. You know, you, you're running around as a child if you're in the least bit different. So anybody, you know, catches you talking to yourself. If you pee your pants one time, you get bullied what? for the rest of your life. What? 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 I, you know, there's some times when I like we, we do rehearse the jokes and I'll have to admit that. And the times that you hear some things that will say really fall flat is because he came up with those on his own. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I, I, I never bullied anyone for being different than me, but being bullied is definitely a con of this. Okay. Fuck me. <laughs> yep. That's a, being bullied is definitely a con, you know, get, get yourself out of your head. That's the way you solve that one. If you're a kid and you're listening to this, Hey, good job. First of all, you're going to turn into a wonderful human being with us as mentors. Uh, but, but, you know, take some time away from the imagination station and maybe, uh, make some real connections. Uh, and then we'll talk about other bad parts of imagination. (laughs) All right. So Tanner, my first, my first con does once again have to do with school. It seems like a lot of this imagination, you kind of lose, you get jaded as life goes, right? So you lose some of this imagination as you get older, but 
back in school, it was very hard for me to pay attention in class because I have a very active imagination and it was hard to pay. It's just every time I would be watching the teacher, my mind would go to, I don't know, Dragon Ball Z or, or uh, playing video games later that afternoon. Definitely not my math problems. And I'm very surprised that I ended up halfway decent in math. But uh, point is, is, is that you can really, you can really lose yourself in your thoughts and, and just be, just be daydreaming in your class. You know what I mean? Well, it, I would say that you could be daydreaming almost anywhere. I, I sometimes daydream while driving. I know it sounds dangerous, and it probably is. Uh, but I that's see. called road hypnosis. No, nope. that's actually got a term. What? No. All right. No, I'll actively try and think about other things while I'm on the road, so that I'm like, if it's an eight-hour trip, so I'm not like getting real disinterested. But I, when I was a kid, um, I used to sit in church. <gasps> Gasp, church. Uh, I would sit in church and I'd just be bored out of my mind. So I would imagine uh, a, a whole... Your preacher naked. No. Nope. Uh, I would imagine a, a giant maw of hellfire and brimstone busting through the wooden floor of the church and a plethora Holy shit, of that demons like a- coming out. That sounds like an actual horror film. Well, and then and then I would be I'd, I'd I'd stand up and say to everyone, "Don't worry, citizens of church. I am Angel Boy, <laughs> and I am here to save you." And it was always like some stupid ass Digimon transformation or some bullshit like, this, uh, like uh, Angemon. Uh, Don't worry, I am some secret <laughs> digital protector from God. <laughs> you get the uh, you get the music in the background, Digimon, digital monster. And you're supposed to lobotomize me. Yeah, uh, you're it, supposed to lobotomize me. Sorry, uh, lobot- lobotomy, lobotomy. Uh, yeah, so I would, I would do the same thing in school, in church, in everywhere. Um, and that is, that is, I still do that to this day. I, I really don't know that I'm talking right now. I'm imagining a much better life. Mm, I'm imagining a much better podcast at the moment. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> All right. My, then I'll go into mine. This is this is kind of imagining much better things. Uh, d- disconnecting from the world, Will, is a problem. If you, if you get caught too much in your imagination. So how is that different from daydreaming? Because daydreaming can be a good thing. You daydream and you kind of, you can recharge for a moment or move your brain to something else. And then the active problems that you're actually working on can continue on in the back of your head. But if you're disconnecting from the world, uh, you're putting yourself in a position where you can't really tell what's real anymore. If you're thinking, you know, putting yourself in your imagination too much, you you no longer develop those imagination or the imagination relationships. What I was trying to say, you don't really develop relationships. Uh, so and you're talking about getting bad. to the point where you literally can't function in society with your imagination just being so wild. Yeah, and that can that can manifest in a bunch of different ways. There's a thing in Japan called uh, being a, a neat in E E T. And that's where you don't leave the house because you're afraid to, because you're imagining all these bad things that are happening outside. It's disconnecting you from the world. And like I said, the, the manifestation of all these things can be very, very deep. And you could have so many problems that you're just imagining. Is that agoraphobia? Yes. Agoraphobia is is actually, I don't think there's that many people with it, but that's a fucked up disease that you can get. I don't know. If, can you call it a, disease, a, a phobia? Uh, 
that's a fucked up thing that can happen to you. <laughs> it's not really a disease. Is it a disease or a foe? Oh, never mind. Uh, but to be a germaphobe or an agoraphobe or something like that, it, it, it does stem from your imagination. Most you imagine it, yeah. these things being fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. So, I, like, it's just, it's one of those things where I... I do consider myself to have an active imagination, but if it was that overactive to where I literally feared things, I don't know that I, how, I don't know. I can't put myself in those shoes. Well, but Tanner, uh, well, uh, but before we move on, let me pose this to you. Uh, is, is having, um, not split personalities, but where you, where you see schizophrenia, where you see people, do you, we're not doctors. My God, we're not doctors. We're about as much of a medical doctors as Dr. Phil is. <laughs> If you are, are those part of your imagination, can you call that your imagination just working like 10,000% overtime? Like, I mean, I, we're not qualified to make this call, but from a stupid oh, person's point of view. Yes, okay. absolutely. Yes. A hundred percent. You have an imagination. Do not take medicine. Yes. Ah, okay. Uh, this is where we say, please don't listen to doctors. Speaking of that, doctors, if you'd like to sponsor us, please give us a call. <laughs> Especially Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil, if you'd like to sponsor Dr. us, Phil. we're totally down. If you would, okay, Dr. Phil, if you'd like to have us on your show, uh, dope. Yeah, we'll talk about how not to take medicine. Okay, all right. Um, Tanner, I have another con. Kicking babies. You know, when you're walking down the street, uh, and you have you have you ever been walking down the street and you see a kid and just well, what happens if I punt that kid <laughs> because he's like let me hold on let me let me put it to you in a different way you ever been driving Tanner and and just wonder like what happens if I what happens if I uh, jerk the wheel to the left or oh, right oh yeah all the time all the time <laughs> like every time I'm in the fucking car. No, not every time. When I'm on long trips. <laughs> when I'm on long trips. Otherwise, yeah, it's you a get problem. real bored. Just like, oh, God, what am I thinking about? Yeah, yeah. Just riding down the street on your everyday drive. Just what happens if I ram this car to my side? Mm, I don't know. Let's try it. Oh, that's, I, that's, that's quite benign compared to what I typically think. I'm like, it's always like objects that are going to exert an equal an opposite or greater <laughs> force on me. You can't do yeah. greater. So fuck me. I know how physics works, but I'm saying like running into a tree. Or running into Ooh. oncoming traffic. I mean, it's just one of those things. Just destruction. Yeah. And then you start thinking about how dying feels. You go down this rabbit hole well, of really that's shitty way feelings. <laughs> I don't think about how dying feels. Death has nothing to do with it. It's just that little, little devil on your shoulders. It's like, hey, wonder, wonder, what that, wonder what that would be like. Wonder what would happen. There. I like that little devil on your shoulder. Yeah, that's exactly what it feels like. Because it's just like this little, this little inclination. What, what happens when I do this? You know, you get that. I swear he has that. Hot, yeah, what happens when he does this? this over here. What if, what if, what if you go over here? Try this over here, really, really quickly. Just you know, just a little tap and tap. Go. What happens if you kick that kid? What, who beat you up first? I never Did really that got that. I never really got those. But oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't really get that. But if you really get into the headspace, you can kind of understand what happens as a serial killer. You know? Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, nope. Uh, what's the safe word, Tanner? Lobotomy. <laughs> I have tried to discuss this with my girlfriend before and bring it up, and she just looks at me like I'm crazy. She's like, "No, no, that's not something that happens to me." And like I've talked to other other friends of mine about it before, and all my friends are pretty much guys. 
and they all seem to experience the same thing. So I'm hoping it's not just like a sex thing, gender. You know what? This thing. is a this is a good point to to this is a good point to ask our our female listeners if you're female, uh, and and you do not experience this, or if you're male and you do experience this, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, hit or, Twitter or if you at, do or do not in either sex, it doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, let us know what you think about that specific point. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, right at here. Doomcasters, do you experience a little devil telling you to to do shit that's kind of self harmful, but then you don't act on it? It's really it's it's just strange to me because obviously you'd never act on any of them, right? If you do, you become a felon. Maybe we're just fucked up. Maybe, Maybe it is. It's probably what. It, <laughs> look, all right. If if it's just me and Will, uh, don't tell us because we're we we promise we're not that psychopathic believe you me that we are very sensitive people you will literally break us <laughs> yeah we'll just retreat into our imagination our our uh, brain castles we have discussed our pros we've exhausted. discussed our cons exhausted we, both of them i think we more so exhausted the cons because i feel exhausted <laughs> after that uh, the pros were fun the cons were like well today. We, what, um, what really like can you, can you really come up with many cons of any funny cons of imagination? You imagine, oh, you imagine yeah. that everyone has big old dicks. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, that's what you see all the time. You just said that because you knew I was going to say yeah, it. Yeah, I knew you were going to say it. But I mean, it's, you just go around feeling inadequate because everyone just has a giant phallus. Right. Mm. Uh, well, that sucks. That really, really does suck. And I am sad that I said it. So that, I think that's a good cue. Uh, for us to to talk about some conclusions and then move on to to mini cons, one solution. My conclusions on this is that the pros seem to be all about being in a good headspace, and the cons seem to be about detrimenting your life because of an overactive imagination. Is that does that sound pretty? That sounds pretty reasonable, right? Uh, so yes, I I would agree. Will your pros uh, are always. Uh, good things and your cons are always bad things. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb fuck. Uh, maybe I could have given a little bit more uh, explanation. Yeah, you're towards okay. So this is the big thing about imagination. We're we're looking at the difference between creativity and mental health. It is what both of those kind of lead into. Even with the bullying and the daydreaming, the the bad parts of daydreaming. It's all about not being m- mentally healthy. Uh, but all the cons are about uh, goof ups and guffaws and just having some good old times in in your head and, you know, making your dreams a reality. You meant pros. Yep. You could. OK, just here's what you do. Imagine. Imagine that I had said pros. Yes, exactly. Imagine that he said pros and we will we will save our our actual answers for the question until the end of the podcast and Tanner. Take us into many things, one solution. I do what I want, and I'm going to take us into many cons, <laughs> one solution. Yeah. Uh, because we are changing this now. Uh, we've, we we listen to your feedback, people. Uh, especially, thank you, Will's brother, Frazier. <laughs> yeah, we, we're, we're, we're taking in your feedback, and we are making us as betters. Uh, so what we're doing is we're taking the cons from the current episode and we're going to come up with a solution for all those that will lead us into the next episode, potentially, unless Will comes up with something real stupid, which is pretty likely. Uh, so our cons this week, just to wrap them up real quick, we're bullying, daydreaming, disconnecting from the world and that little devil on your shoulder. Will, solve these for me. Hmm. Tanner, I'm going to I'm going to have to go with uh, public speaking. Yep. 
Yep, like I said. Yep, go ahead. I don't, I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but uh, if you think about it, public speaking can solve all of your issues uh, that have to do with your overactive imagination. First of all, you're getting bullied. You, you, you get bullied and then you, you grow up a little bit and then you start speaking out against bullies and, and you become a, a activist against bullies. So that kind of solves your, your old bully. So it's a retroactive mentality. solution. Yeah. You're, you're yeah, helping, you're helping the next generation. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, and then after that, you're daydreaming in school. What's the best way to do that? You, you're daydreaming about your hot teacher naked. You get up in public speak. You're already thinking about her naked because you're supposed to imagine everybody naked. Doesn't even matter anymore. Boom. <laughs> Done. <laughs> public, public speaking stopped. All right, all right. And then you disconnect from the world. Now you're a good public speaker. You're you can. Uh, now relate to the people that you are speaking to with your words and, and have a better, you know, flow about you and, and be able to relate and, and be a part of the world instead of in your own head because you can use your words. Right, anyways, all right. And then lastly, that little devil on your shoulder. Uh, You're just going to leave him I don't be. know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just, you just, he's always there. It doesn't solve that at all. But uh, yeah, here's, here's what you just you just came up with the formula for uh serial killers this is this is how you get a ted bundy will because what you Hmm. just said is is like all right the bullying thing i can kind of give you so you know you're a kid you're a kid and you're bullied and you don't try and do anything you don't try and stand up for yourself then you're just bullied and you're already going to start escaping into your head so you're giving a retroactive solution that you work on later in life so you're saying all right you were bullied as a kid then you get up and you get good at public speaking so you start getting good at talking to people and now you're gonna have to try and figure out how to be like people Right. So you're, you're learning these skills that you should have had as a child, but because you were disconnected from the world, you weren't. But now you're trying to reconnect with it. And the only way you know how is to figure out what exactly makes people tick. What are these sinews doing? What are these synapses oh, no. doing? What you're saying makes sense. So then, then if you're not solving the little devil on your shoulder, Will, if you're already a sociopath or a psychopath or whichever path it is, you're just you're you're a serial killer now. Good job, Will. You done made a murderer. Well, I guess that means uh, you liked my solution very much, though. So, so, and that's how I that's think... how I came up with the idea for the the hit Netflix show, Making a Murderer. Uh, <laughs> that was all me. <laughs> yeah, that was that was definitely Tanner's creation. Speaking of that, uh, Make a Murder. If you would like to sponsor us, please give us a call. Hey. Tanner, so that that makes it pretty obvious. Then we know what we're talking about next week. It's going to be obviously serial killers. I, you know what? I I initially thought it was going to be uh, public speaking. That sounds boring as hell. So I think we are talking about serial killers <laughs> next week. So next week's episode is going to ask the question: Should you are be you a serial killer? killer? <laughs> Should you kill a bunch of people? Oh, uh, shit. Well, that, that's going to be an interesting freaking episode. Uh, no. Is that really going to be the really, question? You know, we're doing that. That's going to be so much more fun than public speaking. Oh, you can't tell good. me that it's not. What are the pros good of God. being a serial killer? We're going to be put on a list. They're going to put us on a list. <laughs> oh, if you're not already on a list, then I have no faith in the world. But I do have faith in our listeners. And I want to say thank you so much for listening uh, and joining us for this episode of Do Our Opinions Matter? If you could give us a review somewhere, share us with someone 
and just be be a, be an awesome person. Hit us up on Twitter. Let us let us know what you want us to discuss, and let's see if we can't shoehorn that into our solution somehow. Uh, you can Absolutely. hit us up on Twitter at kicktobaby.com or doomcasters at doomcasters on Twitter, and uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll get to as much things as we can, especially if it's just one thing. But before we. Uh before we end this episode, I got to ask you one question. Yeah. Is life better with an active imagination? Oh, hell yes, son. An active imagination allows you to say, fuck public speaking. Let's talk about serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. And, and, then, that is and, then, and then it can lead you to, uh, to go away from like the mass murderers into, into entities that kill uh, serial mascots. It's a serial serial mascot killer. <laughs> a serial serial killer. A serial serial killer. <laughs> oh, please kill me. <laughs> uh, I can if I do enough research for next episode. And well, I want to pose the same question to you: Is life better with an active imagination? Fuck yeah. Fuck yes. You know what that means? It's time for me to say goodbye and thanks for listening. The song is "Pollinate" by Kirk Pearson. The podcast is Do Our Opinions Matter? Consider supporting us with a review. Now the summer's here.